to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I'm actually letting Katie Duckett go first because she has been pouring so much time and research into figuring out how to feed all these children that we have this summer. She's got everything from a six-year-old all the way up to a 16-year-old that have very varying needs for their nutrition and their hunger level. And she has done such a good job of giving us ideas and practical tips and foundational information so we can all be a little less overwhelmed about feeding our kids this summer. And I think you guys are going to find this episode really helpful because I get these questions all the time about what I do with my kids. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get through like the rest of you are. But Katie has done the work. She has a passion and a love for food. And she is bringing that to the podcast today. So thank you so much, Katie Duckett. But before we get there, I wanted to let you know that we've got a lot going on in Patreon. As always, I would love to have you come join us over there at patreon.com slash livewelltogether. Right now, heading into next week, I actually don't have my kids with me for the week. And so we are going to be doing a whole bunch of 101s and deep dives on different planning topics. So we're going to do a deep dive on using Trello and how to organize your life with Trello. We're going to do a deep dive on automating your house and getting those things ready. I'm taking all kinds of topic suggestions from the patrons on what they would like to really delve into and we are going to do it next week. So now is the time to get involved, to maximize your summer, to get the most out of this summer so that you can have a really amazing fall as well. It's just such a fun community too. You're going to want to come over and hang out with us. So again, go to patreon.com slash livewelltogether. We would love to have you join us. It's a good time. All right, without further ado, let's get on with this episode of the podcast with Katie Duckett schooling us on how to feed our kids this summer. Welcome back, Katie. Hey. Okay, I have got you here this week for a very important topic that I get a lot of questions about. I don't know why people think I have any idea what I'm doing in this area, but they're like, what do you do to feed your kids? Like all summer, what are snacks? What are like, I get these questions and I'm like, I'm muddling through just like the rest of you, (laughs) but you have always been so good at this. I think just in general, you've been a caterer, you're a baker, you're like, you're my kitchen gal, but then you've been putting in a lot of extra energy into researching this for this summer. So I really couldn't have a better person on the podcast to talk about all of this. So it's going to be both for kids and then also teens and like teens who need to bulk up for sports and all of that kind of thing, how to keep them fed and organization of all of it. Because I mean, I think especially for you, Katie, you have three teenage boys and then two a little bit younger kids, mm-hmm. but they, they really burn through the food. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it you told me you guys went through just last week? Oh, I feel like it'll scare people if I tell these numbers, like it, yeah. <laughs> it was 48 eggs. Oh my gosh. Six gallons of milk, four loaves of bread. I don't even want to count how much lunch meat, like that, that, yeah. that was really alarming, but we were gone for two full days too, that they didn't yeah. eat at home. So, I mean, this, yeah. that's just, that's what has happened to my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm, like you said, I've always loved food and taking care of people, loving people through food. That's my thing. That's my yeah. thing. But I would also say, I think I've had sort of a breakdown in this area because mm-hmm. I am in a, I'm in a season that's about bulk and it's yeah. about just get the calories in. And my 10 year old, I think he borders towards like nutritionally deficient. Like he's sneaky, he's <sighs> never hungry. Like, so I have that kind of a, a, a swing on the mm-hmm. And then the boys whose calorie intakes like 4,000 or more a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then my little girl who, you know, I'm still in that phase of like peanut butter and jelly cut into triangles with yeah. and crackers and, so, you know, on a plate, like it, it's a really wide variety of what's yeah. happening yeah. in my life right now. And I was just 
sharing with you that I feel like it was a mental breakdown this last week when I realized how fast now that it's summer, now that they're Mm -hmm. here, now that they are on these, um, workout tracks where they're, they need even more calories, but less carbs. So those filler things like bread and those they're more conscious about what they really want to meet. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, I feel myself like, um, literally it was like a breakdown. Like I have to stop and get on top of this, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to be this uphill battle all summer. So I just, I went for it. I sat down with each kid and kind of interviewed them about like, what are your, what are your nutrition goals this summer? How can I come alongside what you're trying to do and make sure the nutrition is there? Talk to me about it. Don't just inhale, like let's have a plan here, you know, because I'm frustrated when I open the fridge and the leftovers that I expected to be there, or they were just a snack. They were somebody's, you know, like I, I need to have better communication going on in there so that, um, we're all, not on each other about yeah. food, and, you know? So, um, yeah, I just, I didn't anticipate summer looking like this. I thought, um, you know, I knew we were going to have workout focuses and work focuses and driver's training and yeah. that kind of stuff, but I didn't anticipate the battle with food where I, mm-hmm. I'm immediately annoyed if yeah. what's happening in the fridge is not something I'm in control of. If it's just and the haphazard way they put stuff back or, you know, those little things really can be these nuisances that are yeah. like a major thing. So fridge organization, pantry organization, um, making sure that I've talked to each kid about their goals, my goals that were yeah. behind, that I know the kind of things they just do not want to eat. They're tired of, or they're done yeah. the things that they really enjoy. And especially my little kids, it's always been easy. I think when my kids were younger, like you have a sandwich and a fruit and a um, vegetable and a, like a, a snack, you know, you kind yeah. of get that on a plate, but these big kids are such an anomaly. This season is just like, yeah, some whiplash. about. <laughs> well, and it's <laughs> even more glaring for you because you have two 15 year olds and a 16 year old. Yeah. And so, and boys. And like, so I think I'm starting to get a little bit of it with Roman because he's definitely like, he's gotten way more muscular and he does some workouts and stuff like that, but it's not to the degree that you are experiencing because it's that in triplicate. And, but I even, I had to laugh last week because he was like, I really need to get a summer job so I can buy my own milk. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, like you can have the gallon for the family and then I can just have my own gallon and I can just like drink it to my heart's content. I was like, dude, I'll buy you milk. Like I didn't (laughs) realize this was such a thing. Like there's been milk in the fridge. Why aren't you drinking? I was like, I don't know. I feel bad because like everybody else needs it. I was like, I will get more milk. Just drink the dang milk. I didn't know milk was so important to you. Oh, milk is cool. Communicate about these things. Yeah. Milk is like the precious, the preciousness. Like yeah. if the milk is low, people are mad. They're mad. Yeah. yeah. I just try not to let it get, you know, I always have a backup. Yeah. <laughs> I try to just keep that going. Cause that's like our limiting reagent in our house. It just has to be stocked, but yeah. Yeah. It, well, and they have, I've, I've noticed, I mean, it's comical. Like it's kind of like, I'm exaggerating, but this is so true. They, they don't even form words. They open the fridge and they're grunting or yeah. they're like, one words they have to eat they have got to eat i've never seen anything like it but um their calorie requirements because of their rapid growth and that's yeah. happening in their their bodies becoming men yeah <laughs> and their brains and everything it's just it's a it's really something to witness and it's mm-hmm. It's a little overwhelming, but yeah. my 16 year old, he wants to bulk. And yeah. as I've been researching this, and I just had an opportunity, we're going to, um, he's meeting with a personal trainer slash nutritionist. And this guy was giving me some really great insight. And so I'm going to pass it along. He said that during the teenage years, it is very difficult to bulk quote unquote, because all the calories are going to growth and mm-hmm. they have such a high metabolism and such a high need for the caloric intake that there's very little left over for bulk. And he said, yeah. 
more bulk at 19, 20, 21, you're not going to see it during these years. So that cannot be the goal. It needs to be strength. And mm. then he just kind of talked to me about the right foods and all of that's been really, really helpful. And I want to, I want to come alongside them. I want to do this well and not leave out my 10 year old and my six year old or my husband and myself who also yeah. have <laughs> dietary needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, trying to figure out how to do that and all live in the same house with one kitchen is, yeah, you know, it's a thing and not have it be your full-time job. Right. How, and I really think the more that I plan, the more that I talk to them, communicate, I'm going to have, um, a personalized like option for them on laminated on the fridge for breakfast and lunch. I'll, I'll handle dinner, but I want it to be something where the ship steers itself. Once I do all the behind the scenes work and the planning and the prepping, then I think I'm actually saving myself all the frustration and the, you know, like any planning um, Mm -hmm. situation brings, but this is just one I didn't foresee being Mm -hmm. such a huge um, like just red flags all over the place. Like, Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't do, we cannot do this. This yeah. is a boiling point. I'm losing it. Like I've got to figure this out. Yeah. So I, well, also- and I feel that need to a certain extent too, because I am still trying to work and they're home and I can't devote myself to just being in the kitchen all day. I need my kids even down to my six-year-old to a certain extent to be sort of independent for the first couple meals of the yeah. day. Yeah. And I like, it's kind of like, guys, if you want to go have fun in the afternoons and like make the most of summer, then I have to have an uninterrupted work time, which means that, yeah, I'll, of course I'll be checking in with them. And I have a 15 year old who can be helping and watching and all of that kind of thing, but they've got to be sort of independent. And so for me, figuring that out too, like, I love what you're saying about like, these are your options. This is what you can do. That's going to be a huge lifesaver to me. Right. And if I just have things prepped and ready, you know, in mm-hmm. little sandwich bags, they're, they're just as easy to grab as something that's less healthy. But I mean, that just takes that upfront yeah. effort to make yeah. sure um, that the fridge is organized well. And I have some thoughts on that. I think I sent you a link to the, yeah. Um, I don't know what you call that. Well, it's like a little hanger that you install in your um, your refrigerator that pulls out like a drawer, so sort of, but the Ziploc bags hang down from it. Right. So it's a way to keep them organized. I think that's yep. a great idea. And it affixes to the bottom of your top shelf in your fridge. Mm-hmm. And it just takes up like the left space, not just a couple inches, maybe four inches off of yeah. the left. You can still put stuff underneath it, which I like. But yeah. then like the carrots, the celery, the hard boiled eggs, whatever, I can just stack back in Ziploc bags or even sandwiches, mm-hmm. although they come lower. I think you could do sort of that same thing. So I think if you open the fridge and it's clean and it's organized, it just draws you in to eat in a more healthy way than if yeah. that, if you have to create a meal, if you, ha- you know, then yeah. I think you're more ready to choose something that um, is ready-made and easy from the pantry, which is not going to be as healthy a choice. So yeah, I just feel like I've got to do my part. And I added in cleaning the inside of the fridge shelf by shelf as a chore on mm-hmm. the chore list, because that's something that hardly ever gets done. It just, you know, yeah. things rotate through there, but does it really get clean? Does it really, um, do I know everything that's in there? Yeah. And am, am I moving it through? Because I need every square inch of my fridge right now. Yeah. So, and I need help with that. So I put that on the chore list. It'll be on the rotation and the same with the pantry. The pantry needs, um, I need more pantry space than I currently have. So I put a basket of like, um, things that will be portable out the door yeah. in the bottom of our coat closet, which is oh, nice. something I haven't done before, but I had to create more space and, um, and that has worked really well. It's right by the front door. They can just grab something on their way out. It's all, you know, stuff that I would keep in the pantry. I mean, it's mm-hmm. shelf stable, so they yeah. just grab it. Go. And that has also been just really nice. So they're not rummaging around every time they want a snack. Um, yeah. I just have to get those huge bodies out of the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> this is not your room. It's like Turner and Hooch. Like yeah. You go through the whole house. <laughs> this is not your room. 
Yeah. So another thing that came up when I was kind of interviewing each of the kids is the three older boys, all of their goals for the summer involve strength. Mm -hmm. My 10 year old, whether or or not, it takes strength (laughs) to love, forgive all those things with him. Like I need strength to be a good advocate for him. And so I just, I kept hearing the word strength and I thought this is just, I'm going to make this our word for the summer. I'm going to make this a focal point for all of us and not just strength, like bulking muscle, like Mm -hmm. the thinking, but I think also in terms of um, endurance and um, the capacity to withstand great force or pressure, you know, the, yeah. just to withstand underneath it, whatever the issues are. And I'm thinking more personally in my life, I don't want to put on muscle, but spiritual muscle, I do. I want, yeah. um, you know, so I just thought, okay, this is, I'm going to make this like our theme word of the month. I invite anybody else to use it too. It's not yeah. exclusive by any means. I've seen it everywhere right now. And that's how you kind of know, like God's yeah. giving you something. So this is certainly not original. I've read it uh, everywhere. seems yeah. like every, every, every place I turn, the word strength will be there. But, um, but I think like so many great biblical examples of that and, um, I heard Sally Clarkson talk about how the Proverbs 31 woman that she puts on strength, like Mm. as as a clothing, a piece of clothing in the morning that she puts on, um, strength and dignity. And so I've been thinking about that. Like, what does that look like to put on strength that I'm actually going to expose to myself, the burdens I'm carrying and let God come alongside me, companion with me, carry them. That's what strength is, is Mm -hmm. acknowledging your weaknesses and letting God assist. So just thinking through the places in my life that I, that I need that help. So that one pivot word for us will have a lot of different meanings, but I think I'll just keep going back to that as a need more endurance, or I need more patience or more um, love or forgiveness. Like that's a strength that God gives to me that I then um, share with my family. And yeah. Ladies, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that I have had a lot of slumps over the past year where things have just felt so difficult. And one of the things that I have turned to to really help me break out of those just really down kind of times that I've been experiencing has been counseling. And BetterHelp is a fabulous way to get that kind of professional assistance because it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. They have a broad range of expertise available which may not be available locally in many areas which I think is really wonderful and their services available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, deal with masks and all of that kind of thing as you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. I would encourage you to visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily, such as this one about counselor Talia Oslin. Talia is absolutely wonderful, listens very well, gives super helpful advice, and is patient and understanding. Talia has helped with so much already, and I'm excited to continue working together. So if you want that kind of assistance, if you want to get over these roadblocks that you might be facing in your life, visit betterhelp.com slash livewell. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people People who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Live Well Anyway listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash live well. I love that. And I think that that is sort of a universal need for a lot of people right now coming out of these pandemic times. And I think a lot of people feel weak in a lot of different 
areas of their lives. I know I have experienced it for sure. My alternative episode that I was possibly going to do today was like, how to just like try to pick yourself up out of a slump that you've been in for a year. (laughs) Like like that's what I've got. Like what do I have to offer here? But I, I love what you're saying of like focusing on strength. We all need that right now, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I mean, I've even been watching like Will Smith on Instagram where he was like, this is my pandemic bod. And now I've got to get (laughs) it back into shape. And so he's been showing that. And it's been really funny to see like, oh yeah, like a lot of us just kind of like trapped in our houses and, you know, like didn't, weren't as, you know, the did it didn't do in us any favors <laughs> in a yeah. lot of different ways. And it, I think it wore on us all in more than just our physical bodies. And so now is the time to like be getting a hold of that. I think especially over the summer when it is such a change of pace, you're not going into fall yet. I am looking at this summer in so many ways as preparation for fall of things that I want to get in place and make habits of and teach my kids on and all of that kind of thing so that we can have a more successful on top of it fall when that comes. Like knowing that so much is going to be on our plates. You know, I had hoped to get my son into uh, driver's ed and it was full. Like, you know, there's all this stuff that now is going to hit in the fall And we need to be as on top of all these other things as possible. And so the summer is a time to like gain strength in all of those areas so that we can be ready to have a successful fall and not have it just like steamroll us. Absolutely. One of the big things I talk to all the kids about is like, you've gotten some lazy habits. Like for instance, nobody's making their bed in the morning. Yeah. Like maybe you make your bed when you get home from school. Cause you were so, you got up late and you were so busy trying to get ready that you didn't have time to make your bed. Summer is a great chance for reset. You can slow yeah. it down and you can focus on like, what are the one or two habits I really want to cultivate heading out of the, like, just like you're saying, but for us, one of them is making your bed. And, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm going to hold them to that yeah. because for me to walk into the, my four boys are all in one big room right now. And when I walk in there and those beds are not made, I'm instantly like, what else isn't done? But if the beds yeah. are made, if they're on top of it, yeah. they're, you know, they're moving forward. Like that one goal has been checked and they, yeah. there's one victory already today that they are, they made mm-hmm. their bed. Nothing yeah. else happens. They made their bed. And for me that like, I think the most pressing thing that I'm feeling is the laundry mm. because I'm just feeling that overwhelm of not being able to keep on top of it. And we're constantly having to pack bags for them to be gone. I mean, that's just like a consistent rotation in our life. They're gone every other weekend and they're gone one night a week. And like being on top of that, but then also I have this tendency to wash everybody's stuff together and then bring it to my bedroom to sort it and fold it. And Nick was sort of like, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) Like they can be folding their own laundry. And I think I underestimated like even what the girls were capable of. And then I had Ellie fold her laundry last week and she actually did a decent job. And I was like, Oh, like, why have I been doing this? Yeah. (laughs) I don't need to be doing this. You didn't take the time to think through like that evolution of seasons. Like, okay, now it's, you know, and that happens when we're just like in survival mode or just moving forward, we don't take the time to like evaluate, but the season change brings with it that opportunity to say, okay, where do we need the reset? What is going on here that I can put on autopilot? Like who can take over what? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So there's a lot of that going on right now, but okay. I want to dig in here. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the little kids or do you want to start with your older guys? Like, as we talk about this, let's start with the little kids. Okay. What are you doing to feed them? (laughs) Okay. So uh, I had June and Callan look up like the, oh gosh, what was the name of it? Like the FDA, like what they say for healthy growth, what they need in a day, Um, like the pyramid, the food pyramid. Mm -hmm. And my kids have just gotten so lazy with that. I think, um, I really took a lot of shortcuts towards the end of the school year. And yeah, me too. They, they have really poor habits. I, I, like I said, I think my 10 year old is nutritionally deficient. Like he, yeah. 
he can squirrel away and not have eaten anything. He's kind of like a camel. And the, the <laughs> our pediatrician told me this, this is, this can be very normal, but then he'll have a day a week where he eats a ton. Like you wouldn't believe what he eats. Yeah. Other days he eats very little. Yeah. So it really Ellie takes, is like that too. Well, and it takes somebody supervising that because he can't just eat little every day. There has to be a stock up there. Yeah be balanced and um he can just fly under the radar so he needs a mother in tune with what he's doing and so that we just had kind of a meeting about like you have to take a little more responsibility here and I need to be monitoring so let's both do better let's come together what foods do you really like to eat how do we put that on a rotation um and he was he loved the attention yeah that somebody was asking him that and caring not just saying here's your lunch you know Mm -hmm. and then it's a little bit of a battle between us I don't want the whole thing can't I just have you know it it really is it's a it's a place where there is definitely battling in my life is Mm -hmm. getting him to eat so giving him a little bit of control about what those foods are and um where like for instance, these chocolate protein shakes that are on sale at Costco, uh, premier protein or, oh yeah, he loves those. And, um, he will have one alongside toast in the morning. Like that'll be part of his breakfast routine. And he has said like, so these are mine. These are just mine. It's like, those are just yours. Wait, these are just mine. Like that is such a crazy concept to him. And he's, all over responsible. He'll have one every day. Um, like it brings out something in him where he can self-manage if yeah. he has yeah. like his own place to put his own food or, um, that just speaks his love language regardless of, um, well, I just, I don't know that it always breeds the best thing. I was going to say something yeah. like territorial and, but in this instance where I really need him to develop a new habit and be responsible and I'm just going to lean into it. Yeah. So, um, that was a really good little meeting of minds. He, he loves smoothies. Um, and I was telling him like, I don't mind if you make a smoothie, but you have to clean it up. Let me show you how to clean up the Vitamix. And if you can do that well, every day you can make a smoothie, like that's fine, but we just have to have those communication, those moments of communication where yeah. I have the ingredients on hand that he likes, he knows how I want the kitchen left and then, okay, we're good. So, um, he also does a great job cooking, um, like over easy eggs and he, really oh, yeah. them, but I never give him the freedom to do it. He said, you never let me do it when I ask. And that's true because I feel like it's going to make a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just do it. And he said, but I really like doing it and I'm good at it. And I was like, he is good. like, I need to give him that and say, okay, yeah. this is how I want it left. I'll make sure there's always the ingredients you need. So it was a good meeting of minds for us to just like kind of hear his heart too, because other issues get presented that I think he doesn't feel like he's responsible for enough in his life he's capable of more um and he had you know he had a little bit of that that he shared that I could hear so um I think these moments when you sit down with your kids regardless about what it's about you get so much more it wasn't just about food not with any well and I think especially with like that age of a kid who's a little farther down the line because I remember when Roman was 10 it was like he had so much responsibility and I thought he was so capable of doing things because in comparison to my other kids, he felt so old. And so I would be like, yeah, you can cook, you can do whatever you can help with the baby. You can, you know, like he was on top of it. Like he had so much that I gave him responsibility wise and everything. Whereas my younger kids who have these people ahead of them, I underestimate what they can do because in comparison, they still feel so young. So I forget that, oh yeah, when your oldest brother was this age, he was doing this. And it's like even noticing, oh, Ellie could fold the laundry the other day. I think I just kept figuring like, she's going to just botch it and make a mess and not know how to put stuff away and everything. But like, I actually sat down with her and was like, oh, this is how I want you to fold the shirt. And then she did it and she did it right. And it was like, oh, like you are capable of so much more than yep. I think you are. Yes. And it's that's so true. Yeah. And it's the same with the food and everything. Like when we actually, like, I love what you're saying about sitting down, having these conversations with them. And it's going to bring out so many other areas that can be worked on for the summer and thought about 
And I think especially with those younger kids who have older siblings, it helps kind of magnify that they do have actual thoughts about things. Like, I think that is something even, especially with Ellie as the baby, you know, she's six and a half and she keeps saying these things lately and like insightful stuff. And I'm like, it keeps taking me aback, like, oh, you are becoming a bigger kid. Like you have thoughts and opinions about things and you're processing things. And I'm not in this little little kid stage anymore. Like, yeah, she's, she's going into first grade. She's still little, but it's not, I don't have a preschooler anymore. You know, like she actually has thoughts about things. So that is, I have to readjust my, my thinking on that and kind of remember what I expected of my oldest at that age, when your perspective is different. It's so true. And like, for instance, when I, when I did talk to her about this, it was sort of an, um, it was sort of an exercise because she's past the point where you don't ask any questions and you just give your child breakfast and lunch and dinner, you know, where they, they're not really capable of making decisions yet and you just give them and they eat and it's a simple process. She's past that, but she's still little. And so I just, I did. I took for granted that she would understand what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. It would be healthy. And like I said, with the food pyramid, when I showed her that and she, she was doing a lot of, Oh, so you need one from here and one from here. Like she was really understanding on a different level. Start to take some responsibility. So I had her (laughs) because she's a girl. (laughs) So how they're so different. It was really fun. So I drew a big circle on a piece of paper and she drew foods that would kind of like, she picked from this category and this category and this category, and she made five healthy plates. Oh, that was fun. Cause she, you know, she colored the broccoli. It was just cute. In her yeah. But then, so we talked about like what she'd want to mix together. We have five options. This is all lunch, mm-hmm. but she can put together herself. If I've got it all prepped, she knows yes. now. And she respects the fact that to be healthy, you eat from different categories. You don't just eat this every day and then whine and cry. If I feel like she'll be a real advocate to take care of herself at lunch. Um, like I can let that go. Like I yeah. really let her kind of go there. And it really, it just took communication. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't everything really just boil down to like getting it out of your head and having a conversation with somebody, explaining it to them, trusting them to kind of understand and get behind. Yeah. To, you know, anyway, but at six, she was fully capable of that. So I'm excited to see how that takes off in her life. I think she'll, she'll enjoy being able to make good choices. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see how this is going to play in with my girls. And, you know, every kid has different tastes and different things that they're willing to eat. And, you know, and I end up getting frustrated because it's like, I feel like I'm buying stuff, but you're not eating it or you, you know, it just, it becomes a lot. And so I think that to sit down and have these conversations is going to be so important and so helpful and just even reducing the conflict between me and the kids, right? Because it can become just such an issue of like, ah, but what will you eat? Yep. All right, ladies, if we're being honest, I think that TV has been a saving grace for many of us in the last year. And I'm sure by now, a lot of you feel like you're caught up on every single show imaginable. So if you're tired of scrolling through the same movies or shows and miss the excitement of weekly releases and brand new binge fests, then you have to get Acorn TV. Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. With Acorn TV, there's always something new to discover. It has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. And Acorn TV has new releases every week, so you'll never have to worry about running out of content. From production to performances, the series you'll find on Acorn TV are exceptional and refreshing because they're cleverly written, visually striking, and feature renowned actors like David Tennant and Tandy Newton. 
there's really fun and intriguing shows like Ms. Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries. And in this spinoff of the wildly popular Australian mystery series, friend Fisher's long-lost niece, Peregrine, decides to follow in her stylish footsteps as a lady detective for a new era. With the help of the handsome, straight-laced detective James Steed and a group of accomplished women, Peregrine investigates murders in 1960s Melbourne. Saint Magazine praised this rendition as an enormous success in its own right, fun, interesting, beautifully styled, and charming, and the New York Times calls the series Clever Crime Fair. So you can get thousands of hours of new and thralling content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. I love that not only is it affordable, I can watch it wherever I want to. I can watch it on my computer, on my phone, anywhere I am, I have access to it, and I can pick up and watch it while I'm taking a bath or I'm waiting for my kids in the car. It's so easy to stream on all of my favorite devices and have really fun shows to watch. If you're ready for a streaming service that offers new stories, new characters, and breathtaking sceneries every week, do what I did and get Acorn TV. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code LIVEWELL. But you have to enter the code in all lowercase letters. That's acorn.tv code LIVEWELL in lowercase letters to get your first 30 days for free. And part of it, I think they just need to understand what our goal for them is. Like, I'm not trying to be your enemy here. I'm not trying to make you miserable. I'm trying to make sure you're healthy. Like, that's part of my job. So help me. What is it that you will eat out of these categories that will make you healthy? Show me the balance. Show me that you can put it together. And I'm there. Like, I will do whatever it looks like as long as we have the same goal. So it's not just, you know, it's choosing your battles about, finishing this sandwich with this side and this side or okay I'll adjust to be something that you would enjoy just let's let's get it in you let's make sure yeah healthy choices yeah Um, yeah for sure Mm -hmm. good thoughts and so do you have any examples of what some of those things are going to be that she's going to have for lunches well I mean I have the little pictures she drew um I made sure she had like a main thing like either a sandwich or a quesadilla or like leftover protein from the night before like if we had chicken and rice like Mm -hmm. that would be her main thing and then she has to choose a vegetable a fruit and if she finishes all of that plate then she can choose a snack like goldfish or pretzels okay that's helpful okay yeah yeah breakfast um she has to have a fruit and like, uh, like toast and a banana, cinnamon toast and a banana is kind of what she wants for breakfast. And she can, if, if that's what she has, then she can have milk and water. So, um, anyway, yeah, we just, we just kind of walked through lots of different options. I like to make, um, when we get to the boys, I'll talk about this, but I like to do protein waffles at home and make like a ton. And then, so they can put the waffles in the toaster and June can do that. She can put waffles in the toaster and add syrup. That can be a breakfast option. Um, so things like that, you know, but mm-hmm. if there isn't anything like that going on, then she'll just do toast and a banana and she's capable of doing the toaster now, which is a big deal. She loves to use the toaster because yeah. it's a big girl thing to do. So, um, or there's always oatmeal, so we just, we have a, a rotation of, I think, five things that she and I came up with and, um, and I'll just make sure that like, she likes carrots and ranch. So I'll make sure the carrots are separated in a little baggie ready to mm-hmm. go. And then I have these little, um, they're like little Tupperware, like a two ounce Mm-hmm. And I, I put the ranch in them and stack them up. So she just grabs one ranch, one carrots, and she's on her way. Rather than letting her do the ranch, I wouldn't let her do that yet because she has no, um, Yeah, I think it would just create frustration for us both. So if I just prep for her, she'll make good choices and grab what she needs. I love that. I love yeah. that. I, that's what I'm, that's what I've been busy working on. Yeah. Is, and my goal is to have this print it off for her and then I'll let her decorate it. I'll laminate it. I'll put it on the fridge so that she has a, she has a guide guide yeah. when it's time. And I, she, I mean, I think all my kids, they love, they love being able to do this, understanding the guidelines. I think when there are no guidelines and they're hungry, I'm just, I'm not setting them up for success. I'm putting them in a situation where they're just going to be driven by 
what's easiest, what's quickest, most readily available, and they'll get into stuff like leftovers or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just not setting them up for success. So this, hopefully this method um, is something we can really put into play this summer. And then when it comes to the fall and packing lunches, like I don't know why she couldn't do exactly the same thing, just put it in a, in her lunch bag and put it in her backpack. Yeah. I, I hope it, I just hope it gives them some independence and makes them feel respected in this area and that they live up to that. Yeah. No, I think that that is a great idea. And I think it's just so helpful because it's like, I think even for moms, I mean, absolutely for the kids, it's great to have this list, but I think it's really easy to hear the principle of like, well, this is how I'm doing it. And this is how I'm having the conversation with my kids and stuff, but to have the examples like, oh, okay. So this is what her different lunch options look like. I think that's so helpful to jog our brains and see the examples and then help us to come up with our own ideas as well. And so I think that that will be really, really helpful as far as like helping other moms and definitely will be helpful to me as I'm even having these conversations with my kids. Like, well, here's some examples to them. So, yeah. And there, there's a lot of resources like on Pinterest where, Oh yeah, I'm sure lists you print off that you just put on your fridge, but it has all the different categories. Pick one from this, pick one from this, pick one from this. And that's kind of a lot of what I used with my younger kids because they don't have like the older boys have much more specific goals yeah. where the younger ones I just want balance and I want them eating regularly yeah <laughs> that kind of stuff. yeah the older kids is different but for the younger ones I mean you know you're just thinking in categories I think mm-hmm. really making sure they have um a daily allowance of everything yeah. or doing your best to get there I don't think that's a hard and fast science and mm-hmm. nutrition needs definitely change but water is another big one. Um, Mm -hmm. having them check off how much water they have had, making sure that they're, yeah, they're getting enough, especially on the really, really hot days. Yeah. And they're spending a lot of time outside and all of that. That's super important. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think even I, I might play out this idea. It's just coming to me as we speak. But as you were saying, like this will help them to be able to pack their lunches for fall. My girls had been taking hot lunch all year. And then just at the end of the year, they started wanting to take cold lunch and packing lunches is like one of the (laughs) beans of my existence. Mm -hmm. And I would love if they could take on that responsibility more themselves. And so I doubt I'll have it together by the beginning of the summer, but I have some friends who have these bento box lunch boxes that work awesome. And I could see even saying like, well, fill your bento box. Like you, this is how you like practice, practice this summer, how you're going to do it for the fall. And you can eat out of that for lunch, you know? And just have that be kind of like the plate that they're using. And then also like our friends have the rule. If you don't clean out your bento box, then you have to take hot lunch the next day. So like getting them in the habit of cleaning it out too. So it's like the whole step process of helping them to learn how to do the whole thing and follow through on the responsibility and take some of that pressure off of me. And I think sometimes I get into this like weird mom guilt trippy place. I don't know if it's more so because like I'm a working mom or whatever, or I feel like I'm cutting corners or maybe it just boils down to the 14 years of abuse that I lived through. And like, if you weren't doing everything, then you weren't a good mom. But I get in my head that like, oh, if I'm not the one packing their lunch boxes, then I'm not like taking care of them and making them feel like cared for and whatnot. But then you miss this opportunity to be preparing your children for real life. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself of that a lot. Like when I give them responsibility, it's not because I'm cutting corners for myself or I'm doing them a disservice or I'm not taking care of them. Like I'm preparing them for adulthood. And ultimately that is the goal of parenting. It's not to raise proficient kids. It's to raise proficient adults. And so I need to re within reason, you know, be, giving them these responsibilities and teaching them how to do these things so that they are prepared when they go out into the world. Yeah. You know, the area I struggle with that is laundry. Mm -hmm. I need accountability in this area because I need to pass it on. Like my, 
my boys are getting close to 18 when they're going to have to like be able to do this. Yeah. But I have a thing with laundry. I like doing laundry. I like making it. I it's like where the perfectionist part of me comes out and it is extremely hard to hand it over and see yeah. the fledgling efforts. And I just, <laughs> yeah. I've tried and then I take it back because yeah. I just want it to look exactly right. And I want my laundry room to look exactly right. And I have a system and I, mm-hmm. Well, and I want, like, I've been so used to Roman, you know, he picks out his clothes for the day, but the girls, like I've had this system in their closet for years now where I pick out all their outfits for the week and it's in there. So it's ready to go for Monday morning. And we don't have to have the conversation every day about what they're going to wear and figure that out. But there's no reason I can't pass that off to them too, because I've seen that happen more this year where they don't like what I've picked out and they want to put together their own outfit. And so that's like one of those things I need to start handing over to them and even like teaching them to pack their bag for when they're gone constantly. It's hard, but I, I, Roman does it. Like I need to start teaching them how to do it. It's a part of their life and it's something that they need to be prepared for. And so not saying I'm just never going to check their bag or I'm, you know, cause I, a lot of times I'll put notes in there or, you know, doing those little things, but I am getting myself so overwhelmed with everything and having to do it all right and perfect and, you know, whatever that, I, I end up not doing anything well. And so I'm really trying to think of this summer, like how can I be delegating things and teaching them responsibilities so we can all be thriving more this fall? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we have three months. And yeah. Well, two. Your- <laughs> we got gypped this summer. <laughs> really got gypped. Yeah. But, you know, you can tackle one thing for mm-hmm. several weeks and then another thing and yeah you can really utilize the summer to be effective for the fall and still enjoy the summer like yeah about absolutely really painful habits you know it's just let's just you know make your bed pick out your clothes like let me see how yeah. you do during the summer so I can trust yeah. you in the fall and exactly yeah these are all things that our kids can manage Ladies, okay, as some of you might be aware of from my Insta stories, I've actually been doing some like working out. That's a new thing for me. And so that has required some extra support in the form of a bra. And I would like to report that I have found a new favorite in this category, and it is from Notori. You guys, I love this company because not only is it women-founded and led, it's an independent family business with international distribution. Josie Notori started the company from her living room as a young mother, but she created a product that can suit all of us. They've got a size range from A cup to G cup, and everything from their bras and underwear to their pajamas to their clothing are made from high-quality fabrics that move with you throughout the day and wear well wash after wash, maintaining their signature look and feel. I love how soft the fabrics are, and they make me feel comfortable and supported and especially for a sports bra to have all of that and I love in the sports bra that I got which was the limitless convertible sports bralette it actually connects in the back so it becomes a racer back which I love it goes really well with a lot of the yoga tank tops that I have and it just feels like it's super comfortable but also doing what I need it to do and for you guys who actually get a Notori bra because they don't just have sports bras they've got all kinds of different bras and products but they have a hashtag my Notori and they love when their customers tag them at hashtag my and share why Notori bras make them feel and look their best. So you can get involved in this whole global conversation, which is really fun too. And just to top it off, if you want to try out Notori products and fall in love with them the way that I have, you can go to Notori.com, that's N-A-T-O-R-I.com and use the code LIVE for 15% off. So go become a part of the Notori family at Notori.com. Use that code LIVE at checkout to get 15% off. And I just want to thank Notori so much for sponsoring Live Well Anyway. Well, and another thing is, I think I hear this, all this stuff and all this planning you've done and you're pulling it all together and you're going to have these lists printed out and me with my personality, I'm like, oh my gosh, they get out of school tomorrow at... 1130. 
I need to have all of this done by then before summer officially <laughs> starts. And it's like, okay, let's be reasonable. It's okay yes. if we muddle through a little bit for a couple of weeks while I'm trying to pull together all the different pieces. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be uh, all or nothing. If it's done by tomorrow at 1130, we're good yeah. to go. Otherwise I'm throwing the baby out with the bathwater and forget it. That's not even an option for this summer. Like it's okay if it's not yep. all done right now, like we can warm into these things. Like you're saying, we can phase them in. It doesn't all yeah. have to be at once. It's supposed to be making our lives easier and better and more healthy, not just more stressful. <laughs> Right. Let it be a process. Let, yeah. let, you're going to learn a lot from each other. You're going to, you know, but let it be a process. And I would just, I would encourage everyone to start the summer off, like thinking about your fridge, glamming out your fridge. Like there's so many little things you can do that every time you open it up, it's organized and it, it's a happy place. Like that, at least that's yeah. my goal for my fridge. Yeah. I love those acrylic, uh, storage bins. Like mm -hmm. here, they just, allow things to look organized. And, yeah. um, and I think that's, to me, that's the behind the scenes work. That's really just for me, but yeah. I get so much mileage out of that. If it is ready to go. And if yeah. I have those containers, then I want to prep. Yeah. And I, you know, if you walk it backwards and like the give a mom a cookie idea, you know, <laughs> walk it backwards to what will make you successful in this area. Um, and do those things. Yeah. To get your best version out there. If it's, if it's, if you're a quality time person, then play up the interviews with you, take them to a coffee shop, get a treat, sit there and enjoy the time together and ask the hard questions and, or figure out a plan or, you know, yeah. like there's, there's something here, I think for everybody to connect on. Yeah. And it's just a matter of knowing like what yeah. would make you come alongside and be thinking of yourself in the fall and helping her out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you finish this year, what really fell apart? Yeah. A little bit of um, strengthening and using your summer to, to do it. And I just think it frees us up to then be more present in the summer too. If you're, yeah. if it's not just all idle and kind of unknown, but you're really tackling a couple mm -hmm. things, it just, it gives you that feeling that then you can relax on the other moments yeah. because you've worked hard. You've put in effort yep. and time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Okay. Let's move on to these bigger boys and okay. feeding them before we wrap up this episode. Cause I think this is a big deal. You've got boys in sports. You've got a hockey player, a football, couple of football players and yeah. basketball. Yeah. And so that is requiring a lot of them physically mm -hmm. and everybody's in high school now and there's bigger expectations. And I thought it was really interesting what you were saying about like bulking up isn't really that possible at these ages. Like I think, especially like when I think of Jack or I think of Roman, like they are these kind of, you know, thinner build, taller, yeah. lankier kind of guys. Yep. And so to not have that be the expectation, but like you're saying strength, mm -hmm. how, how do you do that? How do you supply the quantities of food and all of that without losing your mind? What have you figured out? Well, this is definitely still a work in process. And like yeah. I was referencing earlier, we, through the gym, we actually have the opportunity to meet with a personal trainer, nutritionist. That's awesome. And that's huge. Each of my boys can do that and have a tailored plan for them in the weight room and alongside that nutrition. So, um, he and I met this morning and we talked and like, so I don't have that plan completely yet of, yeah. of what calories he thinks they need per day and at what times, but I do know that they need to eat every two to three hours. And I think that's true across the board for teenagers, mm -hmm. even small meals, because their metabolisms are so high. They're growing so rapidly. Yeah. And, um, and I can either get really annoyed that they need to eat again, like an hour after yeah. they're hungry again, an hour after breakfast, they're hungry again, but it's their metabolism. And yeah. so I'm fighting an uphill battle. If I'm not thinking every two to three hours, you're going to need to eat. Let me just be prepared. So for them, um, you know, I do a ton of like hard boiled eggs, which mm -hmm. they will, they would eat six in a setting if I don't stop them. Like they, wow. love them, they will just inhale them. Um, so in those in between, like a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner, 
yes, those are givens, but then the in-between, um, in between breakfast and lunch, in between lunch and dinner and after dinner, making sure I've also thought through and have prepped something that is quick for them to grab, um, just so we're not, we're not constantly struggling. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of where I'm coming from with that hearty breakfast, pretty big lunch. Yeah. (laughs) Dinner and then smaller snacks in between that, in between there. So have you thought about what any of those things will be that obviously you're wanting them to be preparing themselves just like the younger kids? yeah. Yeah. And they can, they're very capable. So they can do breakfast, lunch, and then, you know, I think I'll kind of take on the snack portion just so that it's, um, that it's controlled in amount because they, they're kind of like puppies, you know, they'll yeah. just eat. So I would rather, this is what your calorie need is right now. It's two hard boiled eggs and some carrots and some pretzels. It is not six. So yeah. that's for you and you just grab it and go, you don't have to think because yeah. honestly, when they're hungry, they're, they cannot think. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. No brain power possible. They can't even formulate words. They yeah. just, have to eat. So I will do that for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I um, feel like I can't think even when I'm not hungry. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's all foggy and they, they grunt, they hug, you know, they, they but it's all just like these big movements. There's not like conversation and yeah, no, no yeah. not, not at those times. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, they're a, they are a thing. They're, and yeah. they all have different needs, you know, because like you were saying, there's different sports, different um, muscle groups, different, they have different goals. Yeah. So making sure that I'm not just treating them all as one, as my big boys who mm-hmm. are always hungry, but treating them as Jack, who is trying to get lean and bulk muscle and, you know, for, for, he's doing a lot more legs and trunk because of um, what his goals are for basketball and for football. And that's different than my hockey player who has completely yeah. different muscle groups he's working. And um, so just treating them independent of each other too, I think is a big thing. So they know that they're heard, that they're seen that I'm really on their side and I'm really trying to help and we can tweak and we can work through things. Um, but instead of turning to C-roll or cereal, but that's yeah. kind of, I always called it cereal that was their portable in between. So that might be in between, um, breakfast and first snack that might be cereal and yeah. then cereal might fit in between yeah. snack and lunch. Like it was just, is it like a constant? And so I've really yanked that with mm-hmm. conversation and communication. Let's, let's replace that with something that's actually going to get you to your goals. And yeah, um, so we're, you know, we're, we're tweaking and we're learning and, um, that's caused, anger in moments if there isn't something quick and ready like mm-hmm. cereal cereal never lets them down never unless you're out of milk <laughs> yeah yeah but so um just trying to replace some healthier options like i do a lot of chicken and rice right now not because i enjoy them not because but they're it's easy and it yeah a lot of people and they can reheat that yeah so and it's a great source of protein and um yeah. Like it's something they need. So yeah. I've been doing a lot of that type of menu planning. And then sometimes my husband and I eat differently at dinner and I hate that. I used to hate that, but now I just feel like I'm just trying to hit everybody's goals and we're eating as a family. It may yeah. be stuff right now, but let's just, yeah. you know, it, I can't carbon copy one meal to hit everybody where they are. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like preferences, like, oh, I don't like onions. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't pay as much attention to that, like the preferences, but I am trying to pay attention to their needs. Yeah. So this is just that season where they will, um, you know, like one nine by 13 casserole is not enough for yeah a family. At, like it's things just have to be done in bulk. Yeah. And I have to think through leftovers and making sure that, you know, Yeah. <laughs> so what I do when I, when we finish dinner um, and my kids have rotations on dishes, but I like to do putting the food away because I will portion out. So if I, let's say I made two nine by 13 pans of chicken and rice casserole. Mm-hmm. So whatever's left, I am going to portion out immediately from the pan into, um, 
whatever it is they need, like a 12 ounce portion into mm-hmm. a Tupperware, put that in the fridge so that those are ready to go for the next day. So it's yeah. not, I'm mean, just putting the casserole dish in there because again, then they'll take too much or they'll bypass it for something that looks easier. Yeah. So I, ha- I just make sure that I'm the one doing that so that I yeah. know, go grab that heat it up. Your lunch is portioned out. It's ready. Add a vegetable. You're done. Yeah. And I think as many of those things that we can do to make it easier, especially like, I feel like with my 15 year old, I'm just battling laziness. Like he, there's all the stuff he would rather do like gaming and whatever that he's not wanting to take on anything that takes actual work right now. And it's one of those like, Oh, you've got to get over this. Um, especially for next year. It's like, guess what? I, we had the big talk the other day of like, okay, you've really gotten off easy in middle school because of the pandemic and everything. But guess what? Like next year, your grades actually count. Like they matter for the next four years. So get it together, (laughs) make some choices here, but it's the same with food. I feel like I will buy stuff and it'll be stuff. He says, well, I want sandwiches and I'll buy the lunch meat and everything. And then I'll find it's gone bad because he just has been too lazy for being honest to put it together himself. And so there's certain things like even he said, well, I want to have protein shakes. Well, guess what? You're 15. I don't have to make your protein shake for you, but I can make it a little bit easier. And like, here's a shaker bottle or on Amazon prime day, this will be over by the time this podcast comes out, but they have one of those little like mini blender, like frother milk frother things that I, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. And I've seen people use them to make like their greens juice or their like protein shake or whatever. That's such a simple thing to be able to like, here, I'm taking, I'm giving you a tool (laughs) to enjoy and I'm taking like the extra effort out of it. You really don't have to think about it. Like, here's what you need. Just do it, just do it. And I think that especially going over those options with him and saying like, you're not allowed to just grab a bag of chips and some cookies. like we just need to have the conversations about it and the expectations. And I feel like that going into summer about everything, you know, I, I know I'm not the only one. I know you guys are not the only one, like having to go over the summer expectations in all of the ways. Mm -hmm. And so this is just like a good time to be doing that. Yep. And so I think takeaway wise for moms, I think this is the time to, treat yourself to some organizational storage type things that will mm-hmm. make the process easier. Like you were saying the bento boxes, um, or even if you can't find lids for any of your containers, like, yeah, I'm just going to give you permission, throw them all out and start over. It's yeah. going to cost $20, but you could have a whole new set. If that's, what's holding you back from just, this is the time for that reset. And, um, do it, do it for yourself. Yeah. You need to get something for your fridge to make it work or better mm-hmm. magnets or something that will, um, you'll hang up that sign and they'll notice the food pyramid or whatever it is that will help will be the tools to aid you. This is the time. Just do it for yourself so yeah. that you can be successful prepping. They can be successful eating well. You can end the summer with some good habits when yeah. it comes to food and nutrition. Yes. I, I think that's great. I'm so excited and I hate to say this because it will be over by the time this comes out, but I'm going to say it anyway. I just, I just went on Amazon prime day and the bent go boxes are 50% off on a lightning deal right now. I'm Maybe buying them. Put it in your stories or something so that I absolutely will be. Hopefully you guys watch me on stories because they're 1999. They're normally 40 Ooh. and they're like really good. They even seal in your, um, like dips and stuff. So they don't get all over everywhere. I'm so excited. They have a purple one with unicorns. Eliana's going to freak out. See, and this is the kind of thing, like sometimes these little tools or these, so much emotion, don't neglect that part. If you need some like emotional support that way, do it. Yeah. (laughs) Do it. Don't feel bad. It's a part of the process. Whatever makes you successful in helping your family this way is worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Get the tools that you need to make things work for you. I think that is so, so important. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I think that we've given like a ton of information. Hopefully this has been helpful to people and they're going to have really successful summers as well. And it, you know, share us, share your ideas with us on how you're feeding your people. I think it's so helpful and important when we all can kind of come together and give each other our ideas and help each other out as parents. So yeah, especially with like menu ideas, if people have something that works in bulk for dinner, like, oh my gosh, I'm looking for those kind of recipes so much. Just yeah. Things that, um, that will feed hungry boys and produce leftovers the next day. Yes. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever you've got, throw them our way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Katie, as always. You're awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll be back again soon. I'm sure. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. That's it for this week's episode. We have got show notes for this episode. If you want details about everything, then you're going to want to go to MackenzieCoppa.com and click on podcast, or you can just swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on and be able to get all of those show notes there as well. Another great way to keep up on everything that is happening with the Live Well Anyway community and all the things that I recommend and talk about and new content that is coming out is to sign up for the newsletter. I would love to have you head over to Substack. That's where I host my newsletter and it also kind of comes out in blog form. You can read it there if you're a subscriber, but you just go to substack.mckenziecoppa.com and you can subscribe and get all the goods straight to your email, plus be able to interact with other people who leave comments on the feed. So again, that's substack.mckenziecoppa.com. I would love to have you subscribe and be able to connect with you in that way. And thank you so much to those of you who do that. All right. Until next week, ladies, I hope you are having a wonderful summer and you're feeding those kids well and go be bold and gracious.